Good morning, Vietnam. Welcome to another episode of Vietnam Innovators. I'm your host, Hao. Uh, you may be noticing that we're in a new setting today, and that's because we're shooting off-site at the Unios Vietnam office here at Diamond Island in Ho Chi Minh City, District 2. It's a beautiful space, as you can see, and it's mostly because of the lighting. Uh, all the little other things like the furniture, the materials, the space itself, but the lighting is what makes the space. And I think our CEO of Unios Vietnam yeah. uh, has a lot to share about lighting and the impact on the industry, on real estate and, and life in general. I mm -hmm. think she has a lot of insights today. Uh, so we'd like to have Mai introduce herself. Mai, welcome yeah. to the podcast. Well, thank you, Hal, for inviting me. And uh, hello to the audience of Vietnam Innovator Podcast. Uh, my name is Mai, or Elaine, as everyone calls me at work. Mm. I am the uh, Regional Managing Director of UNOS in Vietnam. Uh, I've been in this position for two years, but my journey with UNIOS goes way back to 2016, mm. where I've been their brand and marketing uh, consultants ever since. Um, so yeah, thank you for inviting me. Cool. Yeah, I, you know, for me, um, I've done a few construction projects, yeah. um, and in my first few, I always really focused more on the hard stuff, the stuff that you see and you touch, and, mm -hmm. and those are very important, don't get me yeah. wrong. But more and more, I've realized that the softer things mm -hmm. that you do see, mm -hmm. but you don't touch, you don't yep. feel, uh, they're actually very important. Yeah. And, and that's what we're discussing today about lighting. Mm -hmm. Founded in Perth, Australia, Unios has quickly established itself as one of the fastest growing lighting brands in the APAC region. With a robust global distribution network, Unios is continuously evolving and improving its products and logistics to reduce project lead times and support its customers with any project requirements no matter the location. So before we get into the topic, I, I'd love to hear more about what Unios is. What, yeah. what is it as a company? How long has it been here? I understand that it has Australian roots, yeah. uh, but the team is mostly Vietnamese. Um, so why don't we just start there about the history of the company? Of Unios, yeah, sure. Um, so Unios is, we are an architectural lighting manufacturer and we're based in Australia. We were quite young, actually, only 13 years old compared to other lighting brands, okay. well-established lighting brands. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, we were born on the peak era of, of LED lighting, so that's why we mainly focused on, on that technology, on LED lighting technology. Mm. So at that time, we were having a discussions about uh, what's next, I mean, as in what is the next destinations beside Australia. Mm. And um, so our prospects are Singapore, Korea and, and Vietnam, and uh, our go-to-market research has shown a lot of potential mm. in Vietnam market when it comes to urbanization growth, um, architectural trends, and customers' uh, perceptions on, on lighting products. So that's why we chose Vietnam to be our next destination. To be honest, at, at that time, um, the customers' insights on, on quality lighting products in Vietnam is still at a very beginning stage. Mm -hmm. So that's either means average quality products with reasonable price or luxury lighting products with well-invested budget. And that's exactly the advantage for us as we position ourselves in the balance spot between the value that you get, the quality lighting product that you get, and uh, the investment that, that you paid for. So. We enter Vietnam with the goal of change how the market view lighting and our purpose is to help create better experience in mm. all the spaces that we live, work and, and play. So that's our philosophy when we enter Vietnam market. 
And uh, the management team and the founding team, are they of Vietnamese backgrounds? Um, maybe there's a bit of a personal connection too, if I understand uh, Yeah, so yeah. one of the reason is um, the founding members in Vietnam, we mm. all have Vietnamese backgrounds. Mm. So we have a certain knowledge of how the markets operate. Yep. So probably that's, the, that's one of the reasons too. Hmm. Okay, very good. You know, I think uh, for a lot of, let's say, Australian companies mm -hmm. looking to Asia, the first thought is Japan, Korea, yeah, China. Exactly. But uh, the world has evolved a lot just in the it last is. five to ten years, yeah. and more and more people are looking into Vietnam. And I know Australian companies are for sure, uh, especially with the 50-year diplomatic relations mm -hmm. and so many Vietnamese going back and forth between Australia for yeah. study, for mm -hmm. living, for work. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really encouraging to see a relatively newer company like mm -hmm. Unios really be part of that trend and that, that story. So that's, that's great. I wanted to also touch upon the journey for Unios in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned just now that a lot of companies and brands, they're one of two. One mm -hmm. is really, really premium. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about like imported products, uh, 100 plus years, like family heritage and history. Uh, you know, when we think of those brands, I think like Louis Vuitton, I think yeah, of Hermes. It is. That's mm -hmm. more for fashion, but mm -hmm. even for uh, furniture. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned the more commoditized, mm -hmm. more basic it is. white label, yeah. you know, OEM kind of products. Mm -hmm. You guys are a little bit in the middle, maybe yeah. trending a bit more towards premium. Really um, let's talk about that. Let's start it with why the premiumization mm -hmm. of brands is really emerging in Vietnam and mm -hmm. how Unios hopes to fill that as okay. a brand that's newer, but mm -hmm. higher quality products. Mm -hmm. And it's also touching an industry like lighting mm -hmm. that more, pe more and more people are familiar with, yeah. but they don't necessarily know all the information about. So let's mm -hmm. talk about how the last few years Unios has been able to find that niche and really grow into it. Yeah, so... I would say our, our journey in Vietnam, it, it's not easy, mm. right? In, in that sense, it's not easy. And um, when we first start, to be honest, <laughs> nobody knows who we are. So mm. uh, we need to build our brand awareness again. So I still remember we we started with a very small team, uh, five members, mm. five founding members. Okay. And our office was, was in... D1 was a flat, 80 square meters flat, super packed with lighting cases. Mm. And um, at that time, we were asking, right, um, one of our missions, one of our purpose is to, to change how the world view lighting. Mm. And who has the best influence when it comes to um, change your customers' insights on light settings, right? And now, uh, of course, is the, the architects, is the designers, as in interior designers or lighting designers. So... Um, at that time, we are trying to score uh, professional presentations with every interior designers, lighting designers, architecture firm that we could find, mm -hmm. trying to knock on their doors and, and asking for a professional presentation. Yeah. Uh, funny thing, I, I still remember one of our founding members. Uh, he is actually our head of business development team now. Uh, he was trying to score the presentation with this one big architect firm. Mm -hmm. I would say one of the biggest and the most well-known. And he was refused for like three times, mm. like completely, re uh, he was refused for like three times. And um, you know, people say three, three times a charm, right? And he would say, he, was, he came to me and say, you know what, I'll try one more time. I will come straight to their office, knock on their door, and tried to, to meet the owners. And uh, he did it. Okay. He met the owners. 
and uh, he was allowed five minutes. So he literally got the got, got the gesture. I got five minutes for you for the elevation pitch, mm. and he did it. And they were our clients ever since. Wow! So that is why what we learn from our first days mm-hmm. are, I would say, first, real connections or real relationship is what works best in Vietnam. You can have the best strategy, you can have the best vision and missions, but it's the connection that actually kickstarts your business. Mm. Um, secondly, the best way to persuade people is to let them see things, to visualize things in front of them. Mm-hmm. So you need to let people touch, and feel, and see. So that's why one of our biggest goals when we start in, in uh, Vietnam is to open a lighting experience center which is where we are today. Mm. So um, in five years in the market, we did it. Now we have an experience center in Ho Chi Minh City and in Hanoi. And now we have our, our, what we say is display box to show people what is the impact of lighting when it came to to, to a space. Well, first off, thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. business development story, Mm -hmm. just getting a business kick started, Mm -hmm. I think. A lot of entrepreneurs or people that want to be starting companies, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest fear that they have, approaching people about their products, about their services. And it really takes a bit of um, courage to really get out there and Mm -hmm. explain what you're trying to sell. And I think after that one or two wins that you could put on the board, Mm -hmm. you you can get a bit more comfortable. So it's a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's great to see that that client is still working with you. In regards to uh, the experience centers and the expansion of Unios, Mm -hmm. maybe you can touch upon why it's important to have that physical experience, why why you have those centers, because uh, lighting, for example, I I mentioned previously, Mm -hmm. not a lot of people think about it. Yeah but it's become more important. What has the experience been for customers coming in and and feeling the light, touching the light? What what have there been their first reactions to that? Okay, this is not just about lighting, Mm. right? It's better experience uh, in in the spaces that you live, work and play. Better experience means means everything. Mm. So that means all of the senses. Light is just one part of it, which is what you see. But it, it, there are four more senses, right? So what you hear matters, what you touch, what you smell, what you taste matters. So in our experience center, we try to focus not only in the lighting parts, mm. but like all this, all of your senses needs to be fulfilled when you come to one of our lighting centers too. So the sofa that you sit on, the smell that you smell when you first come in, so th- those are important too. The sounds, you know, background music, so that those are important too. And um, the best way, I think, the best way to demonstrate your products is not to talk about your products, mm. right? So let people feel and see it. I don't right, know right. If I- How did you guys differentiate in the industry? You know, we talked about earlier, there's luxury and then there's more basic products. What did Unios do from either a product perspective, communication perspective? Mm-hmm. And actually, my first uh, knowledge of Unios mm-hmm. a year or two ago, mm-hmm. I remember looking at the brand and thinking, oh, wow, it looks like something that's looks been nice. around for a while. Yeah. You know, it feels like could be 50, mm-hmm. maybe not 100 years, but it, it's been around and probably knows what it's doing. Yeah. Maybe you can touch upon how you guys thought about the communication and branding of the company yeah. when you launched here. So uh, as I've mentioned before, we position ourselves in, in the balanced spot, right, mm. between the investment and in, in the value that our customers can get 
Sadly, in Vietnam, not just Vietnam, lighting in the projects is often being the last part mm. and is often being overlooked as the majority of the budget would go to, I mean, um, infrastructure, the architecture, yeah. master plannings, etc. Mm. But I mean, to invest on lighting is to invest on the sustainability side of the project too. Right. So let, let me explain this further before I actually uh, answering your questions about branding. Firstly, appearance-wise, um, good lighting plans gives enhance the architecture mm-hmm. of an interior and exterior design of your of your projects, which you obviously pull a lot of efforts to. Right. Budget-wise, good lighting design plans will actually saves the cost of your place being overlit. And good lighting products will actually save the cost of maintenance of your light settings over the year. Mm-hmm. And biology-wise, if you use good lighting um, design plans, uh, it will help you and the users of the space with the uh, with the productivities, with the visual comforts, mental wellness, etc. So all the things that we, as known as human-centric lighting, but we as the manufacturer, we don't do the design. Mm. So we don't do the design. We don't always do the designs. We sometimes provide consultant service to the designers. But what we can do is to give designers the best tools so they can be more extensively creative with, with their job. So best tools here means the, our products and all of the gears that we can, that we can give the designers. So for those listening on the podcast today, mm-hmm. they're probably wondering... I need to improve my lighting situation, either at my existing house, office, Mm -hmm. or I'm about to start a new project. Mm -hmm. So the best way to work with Unios is perhaps they're working with an architect, an interior designer. They would then ask, hey, what's the lighting supplier? What's the lighting partner? Mm -hmm. And that's where Unios would come in. So for those thinking about the business of lighting, Mm -hmm. what, what is your business? How does it work? Does it is it selling to the architect firms, the developers? Mm-hmm. Is it the consumers? Maybe it's both. Okay, yeah, Maybe you can give us that snapshot. Okay, so it's it's both, mm. right? We do to we do B two B business, and we also do directly to consumers too. Mm. But if we do directly to consumers, like if I sell like directly to you, mm. I need to work with the designers or the interior designers of your place. Because architectural lightings, right? The, the definition of architectural lighting is to to enhance the interior designers of your space. Mm. So that needs to work hand in hand. Mm. That needs to work in harmony in order to bring out the best into mm. the space. And it's not just about the design of the space. It's about who uses space as well, which I'm I probably will will, will share about it later in in, in this podcast. But uh, yeah. It's the terms that we, we always talk about, human-centric lighting, which is lighting to enhance the feeling of the people who use the space, mm. which is, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was in a, a, a building the other day, uh, a new space that we're actually designing right now, and mm-hmm. the lighting felt like a hospital light. Mm-hmm. It was pre-installed from the building, and mm-hmm. I remember saying that, and uh, the architect was like, yeah, you know, it, it's not something... You know, it doesn't feel like warm. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the experience that you'd want for mm-hmm. the space. So anyways, they changed it and it worked fantastically. Yeah. So a lot of terms have been bounced around today, Mai, mm-hmm. um, about lighting. You say architectural lighting. You, men- you mentioned human-centric lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another term here that I'm not familiar with, mm-hmm. uh, LED lighting. 
Yeah. That's a more technical term. Yeah. Um, please explain like what what is that exactly, mm -hmm. and what are the differences with LED lighting and whatever the alternative. Okay. Is. So LED is light emitting diodes, mm. which is another technology in in lighting. What we were mentioned before, we are mainly focused on LED lighting. So the reason why we focus on LED lighting is, um, first of all, is about energy savings. So differences is an LED downlight can save 80 to 90% of your electrical bills compared to a halogen light bulb mm. and 30 to 40% compared to a fluorescent lamp. That is how uh, LED can, can save your energy. Secondly is about the, the lifetime. And I would say the hassle-free lifestyle you can get when you use LED. Mm. So... A halogen bulb, for example, lasts only two to four thousand hours. That's roughly three months, right? Mm. Um, a fluorescent lamp lasts seven to fifteen thousand hours. That is one and a half year. But an LED light can last up to sixty thousand hours. That is five point seven years of continuously lit, illuminated. So my question there is, mm -hmm. I think that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'm a business owner. I'm a homeowner. Mm -hmm. I'm saving money. Mm -hmm. I don't have to change it out. Mm -hmm. But why would anyone else choose halogen or fluorescent? What are, what are the benefits of those two compared to LED? Um, benefits of halogens, I, I would say, is the old technology in mm -hmm. lighting. Okay. It has a certain it has a certain aesthetic side that you want to choose. Um, but the best things that LED technology can bring to you mm -hmm. is the, the spectrum of the light that it creates. So semiconductor material can help create broader spectrum of lights, which bring artificial light source closer to the natural light source. So we're talking about not just for human, but it's also it can create spectrum for plants to growth, for example. So Unios has made a decision uh, as a company to focus on LED mm -hmm. lighting. Uh, how does that impact how you guys are perceived in the market, especially for architectural lighting, um, for when architects choose about certain spaces they're designing, maybe restaurants, mm -hmm. maybe hospitals, mm -hmm. maybe um, homes. Uh, give us that picture about the strategic decision to focus on that and how it better serves customers. This is the reason, probably one of the reasons why we into LED lighting, mm. because it's not just about energy saving or it's not just about lifetime and such, is also about the technologies that give you the flexibility in applications. Mm. So that means you can have different light colors, mm -hmm. you can have different light temperatures, that means cool whites, warm whites, and, and neutral whites. Mm. You can have different spectrums, and it caters in all shapes and size, which gives you the flexibility in, in applications. That is what works best for the designers, right? Mm. For architects and interior designers, they, they want to be more extensively creative with whatever they want to mm. design. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I'm very curious now when I go into buildings, uh, what, what kind of lighting they'll have. I mean, 
we see here a lot of different lights in the Unios office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're all LED, I assume? It is. Okay, yeah. they're all they're LED. All LEDs. Do, do you guys have other products, though, that have halogen or fluorescent? We don't. You don't? We, yeah, so we focus LED. exclusively in LED. Yeah. Got it. Okay, very good. Let's talk about the human-centric side of things. Uh, you've talked a lot about how it impacts people's lives and well-being. What, is, what does that mean exactly? Like, how, how, do it light, how does light influence how people think or okay. feel or their health? Mm -hmm. Walk us through the basics about that. Okay, so human-centric lighting is about, um, I guess it's about, it's not just about the design, right? It's about the visual comfort, it's mm -hmm. about productivities, uh, mental wellness, etc. So it, that is all the bubbles around human-centric lighting. But to understand human-centric lighting, you probably need to understand how we perceive light as mm. a human. Mm -hmm. So a light source just go into your pupil, um, all the way to the back of your retinas, where the cells, where it lands to the cells that perceive the aspect of light and transform it into neuron signals. So in the back of your retinas, there'll be different cells that perceive different aspects of light and and transform into different neuron signal. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bore you and the audience with the. Well, you know, I, I want to give a real life example. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you that are listening to the video version of today's podcast, you'll mm -hmm. see that we're at the Unios office, mm -hmm. and uh, we have LED lighting of different colors and of different shades. Let's go to the workspace mm -hmm. where most of the employees of Unios are working right now. It's just behind me. Mm -hmm. What kind of lighting did you consider when designing? the workspace okay. of Unios? Two questions when you when you do the human-centric designs for any space is who and what for. Mm -hmm. So who as in the users of the space, right? The preferences, what is their preferences? What is their circadian rhythm? Mm -hmm. That means sleep-wake cycle. You know, some people are night owls, some people are early birds. Mm -hmm. um, that means what is their health consideration? Are they colorblind or what is their age? You know, a 60 years old can only perceive half the brightness of a 20 years old because mm -hmm. the pupil is narrower and the lens is yeah. turning mm -hmm. yellowish as they age. So you shouldn't use like warm lighting. So, and the second question is what for? So that now I'm, I'm, I'm getting to your questions. What for is, uh, what is the interior design, right? Uh, is there any special sculptures or any special board that you need to emphasize on? Uh, what are the tasks that's using in the space? Um, yeah, what are what are the tasks, right? So in our office or any office, mm -hmm. we we should use neutral white light to cool white light. Mm. That is when it suppresses the melatonin levels in your bodies and make you less sleepy. And also, you need to think for human-centric lighting. You need to think uh, on the convenience of the lighting controls as well. So in our office, you can see we don't use any switches. Uh, we use uh, we only use the the Bluetooth control in in the in your phone's app. It helps you with you know the control. It's more so it's convenient. like the dimming feature. Yeah, basically. the dimming, okay. the scenes, the light scenes. We have different light scenes mm. um, during the day. You have different light scenes too. Also, for human centric lighting, you can use color psychology mm -hmm. to kind of manipulate the the mood of the user mm. that is where you can kind of like play around with the with the accent layer of your lighting plans let me give you an example yeah red colors 
makes your heart beat faster. Mm. So that's pumping more adrenaline to your body. In our office, we use red colors in the morning mm. to help our staff get rid of the of the morning sleepy moods. Mm. Green lights, in the other hand, will remind you of the time that you were in a forest or a greenery area. So unconditional response, you will take deeper breath and that is putting more oxygen in you, into your brain mm. and um, hence it makes you feel more creative. Mm -hmm. So that's why in the office we use green lights in the afternoon based on our staff circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. That is where, that, that, that is the best coordination and the fastest reaction time for, for them. Mm. And um, blue, for example, blue, um, blue light colors reminds you of the ocean and the sky, right? So I believe peace and harmony and, and relax is, is the keywords. So the reason why we're into LED, one of the reasons, is LED technologies with their RGB chips will help you create more than 16 million colors that suits your needs. And it's not just colors, right? It's, it's the temperature of, of your lights, it's a warm light, uh, neutral or cool white. So it's actually, LED technology helps us with the creativeness of our products. So my, I, I feel like you should go through all the projects and offices that I've made and, mm -hmm. and do an audit. <laughs> yeah. So in, in our business and content, mm -hmm. uh, we like to give feedback. We always mm -hmm. like to comment on other podcasts, internal or mm -hmm. external, learn from people. It'd be really interesting for you to come in to workspaces that yeah. I that I am part of and to mm -hmm. comment on what you believe as a lighting expert. I'd love to. Because there, there's some spaces we haven't done a very good job about yeah. that or just didn't think about it. Yeah. We thought about it at the wrong time, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be great to, yeah. to get your comment I'd love on that. To. I mean, a lot of people will be curious about where to experience Unios. Of course, mm -hmm. the experience center here in Ho Chi Minh City, but also Hanoi. Um, I'm sure Unios is all over the city, at least in Ho Chi Minh, at least. Mm -hmm. um, we just opened a venue, actually, uh, with Unios lighting <laughs> yep. um, called Petite. So go check it out. <laughs> I'm sure uh, what you guys do is not uh, something you can just do alone. Mm -hmm. uh, so my follow-up question would be, what importance does Unios place on partnerships and mm -hmm. collaborations to get the word out there about lighting? Yeah. Let's go back to our purpose mm -hmm. of we want to create better experience in places that we live, work, and play, right? And to me, honestly, I think better experience means every senses. Mm. So lighting is just one part. It's just what you see. But there would be what you hear, what you touch, what you smell, what you taste as well too. So that why, that's why we, we don't want to limit our, our partnerships. It could be anyone. Our partners could be anyone. Mm -hmm. It could be a sound system brand. It could be a perfume brand. So we want to work hand in hand in harmony with everyone in order to deliver the best results for, for, for our customers. Mm. In the lighting industry, I do believe that collaboration has a spark of bringing innovations as, um, as everyone brings a different knowledge and, and different skill sets to the, to the table. So that's why we're constantly asking for, for feedbacks in every client. We're constantly asking mm -hmm. for their feedbacks. So it could be the interior designers that we're working with. It could be a lighting control system that we're working with. And now uh, we constantly asking for the feedbacks in order to improve the quality and uh, the flexibility of our products. So 
it is important, I believe. Mm-hmm. Could you provide examples of successful collaborations with other industry players that have shared positive contributions for lighting in Vietnam um, that we yeah, can look out for? So um, I want to touch on the UNOS publications mm-hmm. as this is one of the examples of how uh, we collaborate with everyone in the industry. Mm. So um, every year we publish a, um, a coffee table book mm-hmm. that called First Light. Yep. So it consists of the best projects that we've done over the year. And um, it's not just about photos, right? It's about how we provide the case study of how lighting and architecture working hand in hand to provide the best experience for, for the user, for the wellness of the users of the space. It's ranging from houses to hotels to restaurants and offices as well too. So this is one of our commitment to uplifting the people's um, perspective on, on the importance of lighting. And we also publish one in-house magazine that is contributed by experts in, in the built industry. So they can share their professional thought about, about lighting in their area of ex- expertise. Mm. These, all, all of these publications are uh, accessible in our websites for free. Mm. And we also physically deliver those books to our subscription um, readership too. Mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So yeah, if you're interested in a copy or just want to read the content, it's available digitally. Unios.com. Um, yes. Unios.com. We'll put a link in the description. <laughs> yeah. um, last question today, mm-hmm. uh, Mai, before we, we head off is, uh, what motivates you guys to make this impact? And what can we expect moving forward? I think I've covered most of our whys mm-hmm. in, in, in my previous answer. Yep. But mm-hmm. I think the ultimate motivation for us is... This is what we love to do. Mm. So, and uh, to be honest, love has no reasons, right? And mm-hmm. if you love what you do, there's not a day that you go working. Mm. So, we'll just being who we are and we'll keep being a light and curious and we'll look out for new technologies and we'll look out for any news in the lighting industry mm. and uh, we'll keep being who we are. Okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, um, for those of you listening in or, or watching, in, in this case, the video version of today's podcast, you can see uh, Unios does a lot about lighting. Uh, we're experiencing it firsthand today. Um, if you'd like to go check it out, uh, their experience centers here in Ho Chi Minh City, but also in Hanoi. Um, it'll change your perspective on how lighting is so important. Uh, my, I've learned a lot today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been thinking about lighting as especially someone that does a lot of construction projects. Uh, but today I learned just a little bit more and I, I hope to be able to learn more in the future as you guys do more work. Yeah. And I'll definitely be reading the book later. Uh, thank you, Mai, for joining today and um, wish you and the Unius team the best moving forward. Thank you, Hao. And yeah. thank you, Visitra. All right, guys. See you next time. You can also check out the video version of this podcast on our other platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. New episodes are out every week, so don't forget to subscribe to Vietcetra's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube channel for more interesting content.